Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello, Gemini. Welcome to Scorpio season. Throughout this season, your chart is vibrating, resonating very intensely um, in the tension, maybe in the balance between what you can control and what you can't control. Tension is the first word that I use because I think for a lot of us, it feels tense to try and grapple with all of the things that we can't control. And so much about our lives is beyond our control. The very fact of our birth, uh, <laughs> beyond our control. The families we're born into, the cultures, uh, the life experiences, large part out of our control. The weather, the climate, what's circulating in the air or the news, out of our control. And here we are, little people with relatively short lifespans, even those of us that are privileged to live a long time, um, a human life is quite small and we are tasked with making sense of our environments and we are tasked with making meaning in our lives and then applying ourselves in some way aligned with what we think functionality might be uh, towards the meaning that we're making. And in times such as we're in right now in 2023, in a time that includes uh, profound chaos in the human social realms, uh, chaos that has been present for generations, centuries, millennia, is, and is now accumulating and has been accumulating for a long time um, in ways that are profoundly impacting on our environments and our bodies and our relationships. Um, in these times, how do we make sense out of our lives? What is it that each of us can locate in our own sphere of consciousness and in the realms of what we might think is somewhat in the locus of our control, places where we have some kind of agency, some kind of choice. Uh, how do we find those places? And what do we do with them when we find them? So there's a lot of tension, uh, I think, in general, in a collective experience, and certainly in the Gemini charts, between what is within your control and what is outside of your control. And 
over the course of Scorpio season, your focus is very much in the realm of what can you control. And what you can control uh, is minimal, really, and you know that. You don't need anybody to tell you that because you are alive here, just like I am, trying to uh, navigate through the weather, and the weather is unpredictable. But in any given moment, there are choices that you can make. And this season, some of the best choices that you can make are choices to attend to the smallest details that are within the locus of your control. These details include your attention and the ways that you conduct yourself, how you hold your presence, uh, the choices that you make around what to uh, consume both, um, or, or I would say on all levels, what you choose to take in, what you choose to um, take into your body, take into your consciousness to some extent, you can control this, not entirely, probably not even mostly, but to some extent you might be able to make some choices there. And there are certainly choices uh, that you can make right now around your emotional state and psychological state and physical state. In Scorpio season, I really want to encourage those of the Gemini variety to pay a lot of attention to your bodies and to the ways that emotions, in, including your own and the emotions of others and the kind of collective emotional sphere, affect you. How you, uh, how you feel is related to how you feel. The physical sensations in your body are very much related to the emotional sensations that are moving through your body and through your environment. This is a season that is really asking everybody, and again, especially those uh, of the Gemini kind, to work carefully with their bodies and with their emotions and with their psychology. So please pause frequently over the course of this season. Bring intentional awareness into your breath. Notice if there are parts of your body that are unnecessarily gripped or clenched. And see if you can use your mind to ask your body to relax where it doesn't need to be um, gripped or clenched. If emotion is present for you, and sometimes it's hard to tell uh, what's an emotion and what's a physical sensation. And I know that for me, uh, I sometimes have physical sensation awareness before I have emotional awareness. And I might feel agitation or restlessness in my body that when I really pay attention to it is agitation and restlessness in my emotional space. I might be feeling a kind of way about a certain circumstance or a relationship or something that I need to do. And when I turn towards the deeper feeling, it gives me access to work with the physical sensation. And sometimes when I work with the physical sensation, it gives me access to the deeper feeling. So please, throughout Scorpio season, pause as much as you can, as long as you can, wherever you can, and bring your attention inwards, even if it's just for five seconds, and let that attention be loving 
kindness. Um, we have to be our own parents a lot of the time. And it feels like right now is a time that you need to be your own parent in many ways. And just like um, a, a loving parent would be with their child, if their child is, uh, you know, showing some kind of symptoms, it's like, hey, honey, what's going on? <laughs> you know, what are you paying attention to? How are you feeling? Uh, what do you need? You can extend that same kind of curiosity and care to yourself. And frequent practice of curiosity and care towards your own body, towards your inner landscapes, um, will result in neural pathways getting strengthened and developed that help you uh, self-reflect more easily and regularly integrated within your daily actions, and that also help you take care of yourself um, inside of experiences and emotions that may be uh, quite overwhelming and quite stimulating. When we take the time to tune in with our own bodies, again, we get some information about the emotional landscapes that might be important information to pay attention to, information that has needs that need to be considered, information that has uh, clear guidance about necessary choices, etc. The first week and a half of Scorpio season um, from October 23rd when Scorpio season begins until about November 3rd uh, is a period of time in which this tension between what you can't control and what you can control is really um, tense. <laughs> There's a lot of activity moving back and forth between what you can control and what you can't control. And during this period of time, um, what you can't control is looming. And there are uh, all kinds of circumstances that have to do with all kinds of things. And you feel the environment and you feel the collective climate and you feel the instability of life. And it feels to me that what is being asked of you right now is to relax as much as you possibly can into the unknown. And there are symbols that have been really profound for me to meditate with um, that are emerging in current astrology that have to do with the ecstasy of surrendering what is known and familiar. And this as an energetic is the energy actually of dying. And when I say dying, I don't necessarily mean a literal death or a physical death, but I do mean letting go very profoundly of what was. And many of you are letting go very profoundly of what was. And there may be circumstances, relationships, ideas of your future, ideas about who you are or who you should be um, that are really needing to be let go at this time. And of course, we are living through a time uh, that is very much engulfed in yet another wave of war trauma. There is massive literal death happening on our planet, uh, not just in human-caused wars, but also human-created uh, conditions of a six math extinction, um, ongoing social violences, etc. You don't need me to list it off. There is so much grief that has not been processed 
And my feeling is that you, as a Gemini, as a person who has um, a kind of mycelial intelligence that spreads into a lot of different spaces where uh, you might be paying attention, that you are picking up on a lot of what is happening in the world in ways that you may or may not be fully conscious of, and that your body and your psyche are very full at this time. There's a full moon and lunar eclipse on October 28th, and this is an eclipse that is compounding the feeling of the world is unpredictable. And it is compounding the feeling of the need to really surrender and to surrender um, attachment to outcomes, to surrender attachment to ambition and ideas of social status and success. There's a need to surrender um, personal uh, fixations on what the shoulds are, oh, I should be doing this, or I should be doing that, or, you know, should be like this, or, or be like that, or something. And to really allow yourself to feel what is present for you, uh, to be present in the spaces where what is present for you is beyond the scope of your comprehension. So to feel all of that uh, might might be overwhelming. And this is a full moon that I think many Gemini identified people uh, might need to sleep through. It's a full moon that could feel incredibly um, demanding on your psychic and psychological energy. And so if you are tired, if you're feeling fatigued, if you're feeling symptomatic, if you're irritable, if you're anxious, uh, if you are in deep grief, I just wanna say, all of that can be welcome in your own experience and you will fare better if you welcome what is present for you and give it uh, the kinds of attention that allow it to just be present. Um, give your body the kind of attention that allows your body to do what it needs to do. Um, if that's possible for you in the realm of your experience, at least a little bit, any amount will help. Now, Inside of all that, there is this feeling of what happens when we let go of expectation. And on the other side of unknown and on the other side of deep surrender, which usually includes a lot of grief and a lot of uh, psychological weight that needs to be held, on the other side of all of that is freedom. And when I'm talking about freedom, I'm not talking necessarily about uh, human concepts of freedom. I'm talking about a spiritual and energetic freedom. I'm talking about a sense that no matter what happens in this life, the one thing that you can be certain of is that this life will end. And so inside of this life, when you release attachments to outcome, there is a kind of practice that you're doing 
that allows for your spirit to feel uh, liberation from the confines of material existence. And I don't mean throw all of your projects and ambitions and ideas of what your life can be to the wind. I don't mean stop entirely or be completely apathetic. I mean that this is a, a time in which attempts to control what you can't control will lead to more struggle. It will lead to suffering. It will lead to anxiety and it will create symptoms in your body. And when you can be present with the feelings that come up around what you can't control and what you are affected by, you're actually in the highest agency that you can have. So we get affected by our lives and when we try and control them, it's like we feel like, oh, we're doing something and this is the thing I need to do. I got to keep it all together and I got to make the next decision and let's go and okay, what's the plan? And so many of us have been indoctrinated into cults of productivity that don't give any time and space for complex processes to happen. When we can be present with feelings of overwhelm, anxiety, insecurity, fear, heartbreak, grief. What we are doing is we're allowing metabolic process to happen. And presence in the moments that feel messy and overwhelming and we don't have answers inside of lead us to what needs to be reorganized. And the decisions that are actually going to be in alignment with our spirits and highest selves. If we are constantly on go mode, um, doing, 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 and we don't give ourselves time and space to feel confused and to be a mess and to kind of just be awash in what's happening, um, then we're suppressing those feelings. And it's not that they're going away. They are just taking up space in the unconscious where even though they're unconscious, they're still active and they're influencing us. They are uh, clouding our perspectives and they are really making an impact in our bodies. So the first couple weeks of Scorpio season, Gemini, please give yourself time and space to just be present with what is. I know your life is really full. Geminis are busy. This Scorpio season is busy. It's asking you for a lot. You have a million and 10 details to work out. You are trying to figure it out. And I'm going to talk about that next. But anything that you're going to figure out this season will be served by you pausing and being with yourself without a goal, just with presence, so that you can process and metabolize what is alive in you, what doesn't have an answer, what doesn't know what's going on, what simply needs to be felt. And on the other side of that is a kind of freedom. There is a sense of uh, guidance, I think, that is really wanting to come in for you as support. And the only way that it can come in is if you surrender. If you really let go of your mental calculations and the busy, busy, busy productivity and the I need to do this, 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 and that, um, that needs to get quiet 
just a couple of minutes, a few times a day, so that you can tune in with what is here, what is now, and what is the ever-present guidance that is really central in your heart and in your spirit, but can be very, very, very challenging to listen and uh, get access to when so much is happening in the mental and in the external. Embodied astrology has so much going on, and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead, and the practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are available by recording if you can't attend live, and if you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. So this need to be present and to work with surrender and work with release is something that we are going to be working with at Embodied Astrology uh, very specifically on October 28th, which is the full moon and lunar eclipse. Um, this is a full moon and eclipse that is the last in a series of eclipses that started two years ago, November of 2021. And this eclipse series has really been working on you. I would say uh, Geminis have been going through a two-year process that has basically been about what can you control and what can't you control and how do you surrender in... Um, whatever ways you can to grace, to guidance, to your uh, higher self, to your guides, to your guardians, to the kismet of the universe, who knows what that is about. On October 28th, Sherry Taylor, who is a beloved facilitator at Embodied Astrology, is leading a workshop on eulogy practice. This is the third of four workshops that Sherry has offered throughout the year. And these workshops are invested in the transit of Saturn through Pisces, which is a three-year transit, 2023 through 2026. Um, each workshop is a standalone workshop, and they all go together. So if you haven't come before, this would be a great one to drop in with because Sherry is going to be uh, helping us traverse the landscape of eulogy practice. And 
on the lunar eclipse full moon that is affecting the Gemini charts very profoundly in the spaces of needing to release and surrender to a, a greater presence. Um, we have this presence with Sherry that might be really supportive for you at this time. And this is also an opportunity to work with astrology. I think always a very generous uh, symbolic language in your own chart, maybe to glean some information about how this transit um, is wanting you to work with it. And a week later on November 4th, Sherry will follow up with the last session for this year. And she's going to be uh, guiding us to work in the space of what happens after we let go in the chaos of the unknown how do we listen for intuition and navigation and what is being called forth in the symbolism of this moment the work of releasing and letting go is profoundly creative this is life process uh, life on earth is a constant cycling of life and death and this is an opportunity to really tap into that vital, creative, very fertile force of life and death. So if you are feeling these themes are strong in your life right now, um, I hope you'll come and join us uh, for that event. It will also be recorded if you can't attend live. And I think that that kind of work, whether or not you end up at the workshop, would be definitely something that you might want to consider as we move into November. And the first two weeks of November are uh, really busy weeks. And in your chart, it feels like there are a lot of uh, moving pieces. And it feels to me like, again, you're really busy. You're trying to figure out where things go, how they're going to work. There are um, intricate puzzles that you are taking apart and putting together. And the spaces of your personal existence feel like they are really highlighted right now. And so that includes your home. It includes your workplaces. It includes uh, how you take rest and resource yourself. It includes all realms of jobs and labor and responsibilities and tasks. And from basically the last couple days of October until the um, Scorpio new moon on November 13th, you are really working out a number of different pieces. And there is a larger project uh, that these pieces are part of. And it feels like there's a, a bigger picture that's getting painted right now that has to do with some kind of life dream or life goal or next steps. And your concepts of who you want to be in the world and what you want to be doing in the world. And um, in many ways, this might have to do with a sense of responsibility or vocation. Uh, in many ways, this feels very serious, like a calling for you to develop um, in some new ways. And the new uh, is always coming from somewhere. So whatever is calling you, this, this chapter that's opening, this page is turning, is also a withdrawing from what you are leaving behind. And so this eulogy practice um, and ritual practice of 
really laying something to rest, giving it a lot of respect, giving it dignity and honor is so supportive for moving into the next uh, steps, whatever they happen to be. And I don't know about you, but I know that I struggle sometimes to clearly mark endings. And I'm somebody who can, you know, work really hard on a project and then it's done and then I'm off to the next thing. And I've uh, had a therapist once tell me, you know, make sure that you give time to properly conclude things. Because when you just blast off into the next thing and you don't really um, give ceremony to what is ending, not only does that kind of shortchange your own effort or your process or your experience, but sometimes it also limits your learning and it doesn't really create like a clean transition. And so the eulogy practice or the ritual practice of finishing things and ending things feels really important at this time. It feels like many of you are putting things to rest, saying goodbye, wrapping things up, um, etc., so that you can do something else. Please give yourself that time. It will help you in your creative process, and I'm gonna say all life is creative. So even if it's a logistics situation and you're like, this is the most uncreative thing ever, your capacity to work with those logistics is creative in and of itself. So please give yourself time and space to really honor your own process here. There's a new moon on November 13th in the sign Scorpio. And for the week that follows the new moon, there is a lot that's happening in Scorpio, including a triple conjunction of the Sun, Mars, and the asteroid Ceres. And this is really intensifying Scorpionic flavors for the collective. Um, be prepared for a quality of time that is quite intense, that feels um, emotionally uh, very heavy and weighted. There is um, a lot of content that's surfacing in the collective consciousness, and many people are going to be feeling really strong feelings around this time. And these feelings uh, for many people are going to want to result in some kind of action. This is a period of time that is potentially very clarifying for you, particularly when it comes to the uh, logistics that I was just talking about, the pieces that you are trying to puzzle out. How does something need to happen so that something else can happen? It feels like this is a period of time that is helping you see how your life has been organized and needs to be organized. It's also really amplifying the emotional uh, tone. And so what I was saying at the beginning of the reading, uh, I would say is also very much true around the new moon. Please give yourself rest and time and space to process what you're feeling. You may be very sensitive and affected by the feelings of others at this time. So I also want to encourage you to work your own protection magic as you go out into the world. Um, because this is a quality of time that is really affecting the collective very strongly, um, my personal opinion, my instinct is that we really want to be caring for ourselves because it's going to be easy to feel reactive. And a lot of people are not caring for themselves 
or they're just feeling a lot and they're very reactive. And um, this uh, this is a, a period of time in which you um, are being affected and your consciousness, particularly around the choices that you're making and how you are applying yourself to your day-to-day, to your rhythms, to your self-care, to your jobs, to your labor, etc., are going to be affected. Now, to some extent, you can have some kind of agency here, right? And so you might hear those words and be like, oh my God, I'm going to feel so affected. What, you know, Blah, like the 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 world, you know, the world is going to be affecting me, and that may be true. And where are your choices? Where can you decide to regulate your own energy, to find your own center, to get grounded in the ways that ground you? This is a period of time that is really asking you for emotional response ability and to choose where you are putting your attention and how you are casting your intentions. Uh, Very small choices have enormous ramifications at this time, particularly when it comes to your health and well-being, your life path, and your work and your career. Very small choices have enormous implications. You are going to be supported to make the best choices that you can make when you give yourself time and space to pause and process and not meet your uh, life moment uh, from a place of high reactivity or ungroundedness. And I understand that certain contexts will not allow for that. And I certainly hope that those are not the contexts that you find yourself in. If you do find yourself in those contexts, I will say that any kind of practice that you have around regulating yourself and pausing will come into play. Um, I'm going to get this quote entirely wrong. I think it was Bruce Lee uh, who said something like, you know, in times of stress, we default to what we have practiced. We don't rise to the level of our highest intentions. We default to what's familiar to us. So throughout Scorpio season, please practice pausing, checking in with yourself, uh, checking in with your actions, with your intentions, understanding that every action uh, could create an equal and opposing reaction. You want to be mindful about where you put your attention and your intention, and that is definitely true from November 13th through the 20th. And as we move out of Scorpio season and into Sagittarius season, uh, there's definitely a tonal shift. And the first week of Sagittarius season brings um, some remarkable new opportunities for you. Um, Definitely some movement inside of relationships that feels like it could be um, potentially adventurous. Scorpio season this year is also setting up a six-month-long process that from now until next April... Um, is going to be affecting you particularly in the spaces that have to do with how you work with the circumstances of your life to make the most out of them. Um, Again, taking what you can't control, applying your creativity, bringing yourself to the task, to your uh, highest self, ideally, and making the best choices that you possibly can for yourself in the moment that they arise. Um, 
On November 18th and 19th, I will be offering a special two-day weekend workshop on Saturday and Sunday, both days from 9 to noon Pacific time. I'll be working with this uh, triple conjunction that I mentioned of the Sun, Mars, and Ceres. And in this workshop, I'll be specifically focusing on Mars. Mars is starting a new synodic cycle with the Sun. That's a 26-month-long cycle, and this cycle begins in Scorpio. It's a very much a cycle that asks us to mature and integrate our um, directives, our will, our drive, our desire, and to work effectively with anger, with aggression, with a assertion and our personal power. And so if that feels like it would be helpful for you, you can check that out. You can also tune in with me every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m. Pacific on Zoom, where I offer a drop-in uh, embodied astrology class. We work with the week ahead astrology through our bodies, through movement, meditation, and visualization. These classes always feel really supportive for me for the current astrology and what's coming up in the week. And I would love to share that with you. You can find all the information on the website. Gemini, I'm wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. This is a powerful and profound and potent season. Uh, please take care of yourself exquisitely and trust that there is something greater around you, some kind of uh, grace, some kind of intelligence, your higher self, your spirits, your guides, guardians, ancestors, the divine beings uh, that you recognize. There is something greater. And when you can devote yourself with offering to what is unknown, what is uncontrollable, but what is um, completely encompassing yet still ineffable, I think your actions are very supported. Thanks so much for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and the monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 Year Ahead readings. Those readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023, specific for your sun, rising, and moon signs. My year ahead readings are now discounted by 75% as we get to the end of the year, but there is still a lot of information in them. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ashgood is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is the office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created the music. Thank you for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in the season ahead. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.